mic check. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rare one. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic. Even the random. Yeah, I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the rare room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guess, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it street, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it what? 100. 100. Yeah, Hello, that's what's up. What do? I like when we got black folks on the show. <laughs> Look, and then they know, they know exactly how to do it, okay? They're like, well, I say that shit every day. <laughs> so check it, y'all. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, shit like that. Yes. That's what's up. <clears throat> so y'all hear her voice. Mm-hmm. Who that is? Who that over there? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who what? Through my what? Hey, it's I, Lisa. Hey, I got some good news. Why is she trying to get all? I know. I don't know. I'm just trying to pitch stuff before we even get in. Look. Can I introduce you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I introduce her? Go ahead. She like it's me. My name is Lisa. What? And I am here. What? Okay, we can stop it. Let's get it. So listen, audience, y'all hear us. We silly as hell. That's my girl, Lisa Bola Kaiser. Hey. That's why we call her the street nerdish, y'all. Yes. Why we call you that? Because I can keep it really real for you. How real that? But I can get really academic if I need to. <laughs> and school you on some That's stuff. a new one. Really I can, academic. I can school okay. you on some things. <laughs> So that's what's up, y'all. Yes. <laughs> y'all see how we do it on the rant room. Mm-hmm. We just be going crazy. You never know where we might go off on a rant somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we might come and jump in a song or some shit or whatever. So look, if you're grown, let's get it in. So what news you got to tell the so folks? So I wrote an article that appeared on Bitch Flicks, which is a, uh, it's a film criticism website mm-hmm. with the feminist gaze, so to speak. We mm-hmm. talk about all kinds of films. So I wrote an article for their... Theme week on female friendships, and I wrote about an, a Brazilian film that I love, kind of called Antonia. About Antonia. Antonia about some four black female MCs down in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So they they put it up on the website, and then they asked me to become a staff writer for them. Hey. So I am now. Her name is Lisa, and Thank I am you. now. I'm Bitch Flicks, working it out. Break it down, y'all. So, yeah, so I am now a uh, staff writer for Bitch Flicks. So That's what's up. look at me on there, uh, talking about a lot of film. A lot of the stuff that I talk on here, you'll get to see it on uh, on the written word on the page online. So I'm cool. excited about that. Cool. Y'all see what I'm talking about? We're professionals over here. We are professionals. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be doing out, shit. Along with my story <laughs> editing stuff that I do. But, you know, hey. That's what's I'll up. Work it out. So check it out, y'all. Mm-hmm. We got a really special guest for you guys today. So he's not special no more. He's kind of special. He is not he's about three percent, three four percent special or some shit. He's just so part of our crew. Yeah, we got my man Kev on here, and we broke his virginity with his podcast <laughs> thing the last time. Now, now he, you know, he a veteran and stuff. Now he got four or five kids or some shit. So you know, <laughs> but look, our first. Guess that we brought back the second time. Mm-hmm. Okay, look how special you is. You are so special. I go, th- just because he got five, six hyphens, that's why. You no, know, he does it all. He does it all. <laughs> Listen, I'm just me. I'm not anything special. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> Seymour. Okay, he all shy today and shit. <laughs> I'm nobody special. <laughs> <laughs> Can 
can you hear our, can you hear our ice cubes and our glasses? <laughs> I'm sure we will when we play the motherfucking oh back. God. Okay. <laughs> drink. <laughs> Just drinking. Okay. Okay, love. So we got my man Kevin Killebrew on here. For those of you who haven't um, heard him before, um, Kevin came on. Um, but let me introduce my man, first of all. Okay, writer, yeah, yeah, yeah. voiceover. <laughs> I was about to say he was a voiceover artist, and he goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was not professional. Okay, that was not pretty. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm just going to drink my water now. You're just drinking. Okay, look. Anyway, we got Kevin Killebrew, writer, voiceover artist, creator. And, and how do you say your definition for what you do with health? What is that? I'm what? a dietitian. Oh, dietitian. Mm-hmm. See, so we don't have dietitians where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> over there, over there on Paris Street. <laughs> <laughs> you have a nutritionist. We are, we are RDNs now. We're registered dietitians slash nutritionists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, while we're here, what's the difference between a registered di- I'm dietitian? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. What that mean? <laughs> this is, so it means that I had to do a um, internship. Mm-hmm. I had to take a test to become registered. And because I did that, I can work in a hospital, I can work in a clinic, I can work in different venues. Okay. A nutritionist cannot. They cannot work in a hospital. Really? There's no slam against a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are you but slamming nutritionists? I said I'm not. <laughs> you can say you're not, but why you? Why are your fingers crossed all the time? Why are your fingers crossed? Yeah, damn nutritionist. No, um, so a nutritionist cannot say they're a dietitian, but a dietitian can say they're a nutritionist. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. they don't have, they didn't go, you know, you're sitting in there and it's a, standardized test and whatever but like I said we do an internship for like a year and uh, we deal with all kind of conditions not to say that they don't Mm -hmm. but like we are licensed to deal with kidney Mm -hmm. diabetes hypertension oh really and stuff like that so that's the and it's interesting that you guys had me on and we're talking about this because you guys know who John August and well I need to set up what we're talking about first of all (laughs) you see you see what I'm talking about you get black folks on the show (laughs) 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 I'm talking to my friends here like we're just let me pour a little bit in my cup or we got Lisa over here y'all if y'all could see her she drinking her arrowhead like it's Patron or some shit you know what that's how you fool yourself into drinking more healthy you put in a nice fancy glass, right. you uh-huh. get some pretty ice cubes, you put the thing in there, and it's, it's all about presentation. It so really is. She can't tell her anything now, Hillary. She's working for Movie Whore or whatever that's uh-huh. called. What? Uh-huh. What's it called? It is called Bitch Slap. Oh, Bitch Slap. She can't tell her anything now. That was funny. Which is oh, funny because God. we had Dave Scott, choreographer from, oh, from yeah, all the big movies that. and shit. Yeah. Oh, he was fantastic. <laughs> and we got to the clapback. He was like, the clapback? That sounded like something kind of Kind of freaky or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. He spent too much time in Atlanta at the strip clubs, right? Okay. So anyway, forgive me, y'all. We just be going crazy. So listen. So today, as you hear, we got my man Kevin Killebrew on, and we thought it'd be really interesting to talk to him about being a dietitian <clears throat> and how writers can benefit from this because I think it's important. Yeah, being you healthy, know what I mean. Because I have to be honest, when I go to like different like screenwriting venues or I go to go see like big time writers that I really admire a lot of them don't look healthy oh my at god all. and so many of them like literally die. true story I was on the set when they were filming <coughs> the pilot of Treme mm-hmm. and um when the writers there who was fantastic and just big dude and like when I left like a week later he had died uh, yeah mm-hmm. you know at 44 or something god. Like Young as hell. you know yeah. mind okay. you I'm sitting there laughing with him having lunch <coughs> you know we're outside in the back he's smoking a cigarette we're just talking mm-hmm. and then a week later 
dead. Gone. Just like that. And I was just like, oh my God. But a lot of writers are like that. Even mm-hmm. with, with screenwriting, not just with screenwriting, uh, writers and directors, a lot of fiction writers. I just feel like people are just not healthy and taking care of themselves. And we're losing so many talented people mm-hmm. so young. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mad at some people right now because I expect some books and some things. I feel you. And maybe they had a heart attack or they just, it's just not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. So that's why I thought it'd be really great to have you back on here, Kevin, to really talk about as writers. You know, it's one thing to get our mental straight to be able to write words on the page. But if your body's not right, well, it's you know, funny you say that because, not, it's not gonna work <clears> and I'm going to let you get in, Kev, but it's just funny you say, I mean, you guys know, I go to the gym. I take care of myself, right? Yes, you should see him, people. I mean, you know, upon I'm Shamar Moore's cousin. We all know. <laughs> What's up, Shamar? <laughs> um, <laughs> he walks into the gym. He posts to do the show. Bitch. Shamar, you Quit know you're going to do the show. When, okay. Every time I see you, I'm going to do the show. You need to do the show. Look. So anyway, um, every time, because I'm in all these different organizations and different, um, sorry, committees at the Writers Guild. I'm probably the youngest cat in there. Probably usually about the onlyest. I'm going to say onlyest. The onlyest. <laughs> yes, white folks, we say onlyest. <laughs> we make it Bless worse. his heart. Bless his heart, Lord. We are writers. We make it I go, worse. I'm about the onlyest. <laughs> I'm about the only black dude in there, youngest cat in there, and people always look at me and go, oh, you're an actor? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm at the guild. I'm a writer because you because you had you because I ain't because I ain't a big heavy right. dude in the fucking right. nasty looking Hawaiian shirt. That's right. <laughs> oh, why, why are you trying? To okay. Yours, yours is all right. You know, he got the Cubano <laughs> one on. Look, yeah, that's the Cuban one. It is a Cuban one. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin got the pimp cigar. one with a little pipe <laughs> and cigar and shit. He ain't got the cheap one that you see at yeah, the, the hat, at the what? airport at the us. airport freaking right. stores and shit. You know, them nasty ass bright ones. No, but I mean, no, no, no. Seriously, audience. Hilliard has muscles upon muscles, as we I say. I do not have muscles upon muscles. And I'm tall, motherfucker. But, I mean, no, but you look—you don't look um, unkempt, as they you say. You exude health. <laughs> I go. This is West Hollywood, bitch. This is West Hollywood. It's a competition. Can't believe you're right. Like no, I, and I'm not trying to no. clown Bruce. Valanche. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They look like Bruce. Right, like Bruce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I Bruce has Bruce lost some weight, though. What up, yeah. Bruce? Don't make him pretty, but he lost some weight. <laughs> yeah, but you know why he had to lose? You know why Bruce probably... And here's what's very important. It's mm-hmm. funny you say you bring that up about going to the Guild and stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys know who John August and Craig Mason is, right? Absolutely. They were doing one I of go, Everybody pod- should know who I, John... They should know who they are. <laughs> and if you don't know, go look at... Go listen to... Uh, go to John August's website. But anyway, they were on doing their little podcast, and... Flippantly just said, you know, um, which just gave me this idea because he mm-hmm. said, you've mm-hmm. lost about 20 pounds. And Craig was like, yeah, you know, we're doing mm-hmm. just doing regular stuff, whatever. I don't, I don't know if it was he was diabetic or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And John August said, we should do a show about writers and health because okay. that's important. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, that's interesting that they would mention that. Mm-hmm. But they just kind of flipped over, uh, sure. glazed over and kept yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is yeah, yeah. so important because that's the one thing that people just don't. They take it for granted. It should Absolutely. be it should be part of your regimen. If you are working on writing so many pages every day, yes. you know, a lot of writers I know, they meditate or they yes. jump and walk. I mean, you have to because that adrenaline gets going, it makes you feel good, you feel better. It works for me, especially when you're writing on something and it's just not coming together. If you get up, take a little walk mm-hmm. or do your little exercise tape or something. That blood flow keeps going and then you feel mm-hmm. better and you come back and, and it also works for my video games too. I've well you know what too. it is also and I know I know this is probably <laughs> part of your dietitian thing. For me, because I, I get locked, which I'm sure we all do. I'll be in here five, six hours right. in mm-hmm. the same spot. That's right. right. 
I have to pee like a motherfucker, but I don't even get up. Right. I'm like, I got to finish this page. I got to finish. I got to get to act three. Whatever it is, I like will literally stay there. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, I know what I need. Soon as I finish this next sentence, I will go downstairs and get five minutes of sun. There's something about the sun. Get so I know it's the D, D right? That's right. So I always say, well, how does that work with? So with what happens is, um, and I can say this because ne- not everybody should do what I did. Uh-huh. I went to Africa and did a 30-day water fast and stayed in the sun. I would Part oh my of my God. regime was two hours a day in the sun. Two hours? Two hours a in day. That in that heat. Ooh, in Africa. Bad. It wasn't that bad to me. Cause I, you know. It was just 112. <laughs> <laughs> in but the shade. You're okay, ta- what you're talking about is, sometimes they call it bright light therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you are talking about the release of chemicals. So there's, there's an actual, there's a scientific basis for this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about how the brain, or you go outside, like you're in here and it's dark and whatever. Mm-hmm. They, people have seasonal right. mood disorders. Oh, yes. yeah. People on the East Coast have yes. seasonal mood disorders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, the sunshine, it creates, it releases the different chemicals in your brain, and you feel happy. It releases oh, okay. happy chemicals. Mm-hmm. That's what that That's is. That's why motherfuckers be able to be mm-hmm. just smiling. Because, because <laughs> listen, you, now you're in here, and you're like, I got to do this. So you're stressing out, you're writing, you're doing, I got to do this, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And then once you say, I'm not going to do this anymore, you're releasing that stress, which is such a killer. Right. That people just don't, I mean, it all goes together. You have to be, I mean, this is so, writing and health. Mm-hmm. Writing and health are two of the more things. That writing and health are two of the, Best things that I could talk about. Okay, I mean, I love. Well, let's let's combinate that though. Let's talk about them both. Is there something about like the early morning sunlight? People say I've heard people say like depends on you getting up early in the morning. That's what I like to do is get up early and go out to Bobo Park and that early sunlight and walk around. Like it's actually I timed it. It's like three point five mile walk around the park. You Mm -hmm. know, like half the park is about three point five miles, and then getting right back into. Uh, and writing and stuff like that. Like, what would be like a basic regiment that you would recommend for us write? Especially those who aren't, like, say for example, people who are listening who aren't active. What's a basic regiment they can come up with to help improve their body, to help improve their writing? So let's let's make it simple there, you know, because people get all break down. You know, well, no, because people get into <laughs> like it's so confusing and mm-hmm. this, and I want to do this, and like people want to go, like I want to get a gym membership, and mm-hmm. it's not even about all that. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, let's keep it very very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Abby, that's our mascot, folks. Abby, and so people, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that people aren't overwhelmed right. by the information. They're not overwhelmed by the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Because to do this, I mean, you need the energy, you need the brain power to do this. Mm-hmm. And if you are living on Twizzlers and <laughs> coffee... <laughs> like these red vines you got in front of us right now. <laughs> if you're living on that or Top Ramen because it's a billion for a dollar, right. you know, that's just not a healthy thing. Right. So a simple, I would say a simple regimen. I think that's racism. <laughs> what? what? Top Ramen? Twi- what's, wrong, what's wrong with my Twizzlers? red vines? <laughs> They're unhealthy. I'm against red stuff. Red dye number five. Um, <laughs> see, black folks are racist too. <laughs> <laughs> but a simple, okay, a simple... Here's the thing I always tell people, that you have to be your best whatever, your best doctor, your best dietitian, because only you can tell what your body is doing and what it responds to. So if getting up early in the morning and eating breakfast is good for you, then do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if drinking, it definitely, you got to drink more water. Mm-hmm. People do not drink water. That's true. 
They that's do all not, I drink is water. They do, and that's good. Mm-hmm. But people do not drink water. I mean, if you feel thirsty, mm-hmm. you are already dehydrated. You're already dehydrated. That's a good point. I, I tell that, with that my, is a really good point. I tell that to point. my kids yeah. up in the mountains mm-hmm. when we go up there. If you're already, if you're you know, thirsty. or even if your lips are chapped, you're yes, already dehydrated. You're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And the, and the fact is, a lot of times we misconstrue the cues between hunger and thirst. That's right. A lot okay. of people think Very they're right. hungry. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're really thirsty. That's right. And you and we have trained ourselves to misread the cues. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so a simple, let's do a simple regime. A simple regime is you get up, I'll say, f- first figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if getting up in the morning, I, I guarantee you, it might seem weird at first, but just stick with it. So drink some water. Chew your food. <laughs> I cannot That's tell hilarious. you. One of my friends said, hey, can you take all your, you chew all the taste out the food. I'm like, okay. Because they don't like that that mm-hmm. mushy taste in their mouth, but mm-hmm. you get accustomed to. It. I mean, my dad used to force us to chew, chew thirty times yeah. every time, and it becomes liquefied, yeah. right? But here's yeah. the thing that that your dad was doing that people don't understand: you are making, you're not going to have as much gas. Mm-hmm. So another thing is, don't drink with your meals, mm-hmm. because when you eat and drink with your meals, you're going to cause gas. Don't right? drink with your meals, right? Really? Because the the because the body ha- so your food is floating in liquid in your stomach. Sure. The stomach has to absorb the liquid. And before it can start to work on the food, mm. so that's why you get gas and right. that kind of stuff. So, um, so and as riders, we're always on the go. We're rushing, so we're chewing two times. Sure. We're drinking with our stuff, mm-hmm. and we're going. And we're drinking that coffee. And we're going on because mm-hmm. that's how we have to have, have to maintain. Um, get up in the morning, drink water, meditate, walk out. That's good for you. Come back, do something that's very uh, peaceful, and then start writing. And then, mm-hmm. and then say to yourself, I'm going to write this much. Even if it's just one thing I like about R.L. Stein, is mm-hmm. he'll say, who wrote all the Goosebumps books. Mm-hmm. R.L. Stein will say, some days I sat in my office and I did 20 pages. Mm-hmm. Some days I did three. Mm-hmm. The, day, the time that I left, before I would leave, I would write a sentence when I was leaving at mm-hmm. 5 o'clock or whenever he finished. So that when I came back... I wasn't facing a blank page. Right. Oh, interesting. So mm-hmm. it's I've heard that before, but yeah. that that just reminded me of it mm-hmm. in a better those, way, though. But yeah. do those things that mm-hmm. as we as writers we need to do to calm ourselves, ease our mind, because we get so frazzled. We got you know, mm-hmm. you see, I got to finish this. Mm-hmm. We're huddled in here. So drink that water. Um, do something very calming. Start doing your writing, and then when you're done with that, walk away from it. Walk mm-hmm. away from it. In between. Make sure you're chewing your food. <laughs> chew your food. I mean, I cannot think you will not eat as much mm-hmm. if you chew your food. Even if you just, um, I can't think of the movie now. So it's on Netflix. Oh, what? The, the Weight of America? The Weight of America? It was on oh, HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. The Weight of America. Mm-hmm. And there were some of these people that what they would do is they would sit there. They trained them. They would sit there and they would look at their food for five minutes before they just dug in. They would just think about it and look at it for five minutes. Then they would start eating. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they found that they ate less. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought about what they were doing. because that conscious eating. eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that people are emotional eaters. So it sounds like a lot, but the one question I always ask people is, how much is your health worth to you? How much is it worth to you? you. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it, is it valid? No, but let me ask you the difference between, because people always ask me, how in the world do I stay in such good shape, right? Mm-hmm. And and yes, I eat a lot of junk food. Mm-hmm. But you see, what do I eat the most? You I'm eating the fruit. fruit right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I eat the fruit the most. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like if I got a 
burger mm-hmm. from a fast food place, I take off the bread and mm-hmm. I, I take the fries, I throw half of them away and I eat just a few of them. Well, just mm-hmm. get you know a small. I mean? <laughs> but, but, but that's just how I eat. Right, right. You know, I'm always like measuring right. mm-hmm. what I eat no matter what it is. I get a shake, I get it without whipped cream. I get a hot chocolate, no whipped cream. It's like always little things that I do. Mm-hmm. And it's become my lifestyle. There you go. So I can eat all the crap I want to eat, but mm-hmm. then I go back to the gym and burn it right the fuck off. <laughs> you it's, know very, what I mean? it's very psychological because a lot of times, like a couple of years ago, I went on a, um, a silent meditation retreat, one of the best things I ever did. Because typically every year, um, I'll go to Italy and see my family. And um, when I come Italy home, Street? Italy, Italy. Oh, the real Italy. The real Italy. I get on a plane. <laughs> I fly across yeah. large bodies of water and I pray the plane does not fall down. <laughs> Before I see my daddy and all them <laughs> over there. But um, we eat a lot, but they're a lot healthier over there because they eat small bits at a time. But mm-hmm. because I'm American <laughs> and, they eat a and, and the Italian side shit. of the family, they, they do right. What happens is I'll eat a whole bunch and I'll gain a lot of weight and I'll come back. But usually when I come home, I'll become either straight vegan or I'll do the thing, the little trick, psychological trick I'll do is I'll get a smaller plate and I can fill the plate up. And it makes me psychologically looking at it, oh, it's a full plate of food. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not really eating as much. And then I eat very slowly. When we're over there, meals, like, literally, dinner will start at 9. It'll go until like 12 midnight. Yeah, but true. we eat a lot. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. When we're eating, we're chewing. We talk. Mm-hmm. We relax. We have conversation. Maybe drinking. Maybe drinking. The next course comes out. We'll eat a little bit. And it'll seem like a lot. But really what it is is that we are really like timing our food to the point like after 20 minutes you're not really that hungry Mm -hmm. you just have the taste of something but i do know when i get back over here in the states i gobble up my because you know you're in a rush you gotta do this you get just gassy and irritated and i just thought i really need to do more conscious eating and when i do that it's so much better because you realize you're not even hungry have you ever been in a time where you're trying to like impress somebody and you're eating and you're like oh i gotta make sure i'm polite and and you eat slowly and then like halfway through you realize you're not even that hungry anymore because it seems like you, you were talking about something earlier about how um, um, they did they did the test on that and that documentary and people they made them like wait for five minutes before they ate or whatever yes. because a lot of times I'd say nine times out of ten when people eat for the most part you're eating when you're hungry yes so you're gonna gobble it down that's right even even when you're starving you get some French fries and they're burning that's hot right. you're too yeah. hungry mm-hmm. to wait for them to cool that's down right. mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, which what is why we advocate mm-hmm. smaller, because people say, well, I'm not hungry. Eat a small meal by the time that dinner comes around. Because what do people do? Mm-hmm. People will eat at 5 or 7 o'clock in the morning, sure. then 12, you're starving, and then 10. Mm-hmm. Right. So I always tell people, they go, well, I can't lose weight. And here's the thing. People will say to me, I've tried everything to lose weight. I'm like, you know what? Climb off it, Marsha. <laughs> You have not. <laughs> See, I agree. I agree. You have not tried yeah, everything. They went on a diet. They didn't change their lifestyle. And if you don't know They're that two reference, different climb up a Marsha, you don't know your Twilight song. <laughs> oh, Marsha, who's she What is that from, Lisa Lisa? <laughs> what climb episode is that? Climb off it, Marsha. Um, <laughs> here's, here's, it's just, it's not as hard as people try to make it out to be. Mm-hmm. It isn't. And you said something, and you said something. You say, I go and I eat this, I eat that, but then I burn this off. I throw this out. You are consciously eating. Exactly. You have found out what works for you. Yeah. What works for you is not going to work for everybody else. Understood. And so people don't want to do what you just did. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do what you just did. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, what you're saying is, I need to do this, blah, 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 versus 
Let me make this. And I always tell people, do not become overwhelmed because you're exactly. trying to become overwhelmed by doing it all at once. Mm-hmm. True. You did They're not. They're trying to cold turkeys. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Not even cold mm-hmm. turkey, but it's like, you know, I'm 758 pounds <laughs> and now I want to get that surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and you notice when they get that surgery, they're like Al Walker's uh, head was big oh, yeah. and, you know, you've got bat wings now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like because you've shocked the body and the body's like, I don't know what's going on. It's mm-hmm. got all this loose skin right. versus. If your you body's been sl- storing for exactly. so long. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do it slowly. Let your body get accustomed to its new size mm-hmm. and, the, and all that will shrink. So you're talking about conscious eating. And we have to, just like when we're sitting down, I don't know how many people as a writer, you always got to bring it back to that. Yeah. How many of us write without outlines mm-hmm. or some kind of inkling of where we're going? Because mm-hmm. if you do that, your script's going to be shitty. Right. Shitty, <laughs> shitty, bang, bang. <laughs> shitty, shitty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the show, bitch. That's the title of the show. I mean, seriously, when you're writing, mm-hmm. you're, you've got some kind. You know, we're going some kind of way. Exactly. Always. Right. You've got Always. something outlined. Right. Mm-hmm. So why is it not the same for your health? Right. Why are you just like, well, here I'm gonna swing from a chandelier and just mm-hmm. whatever I'm gonna do? No, it's mm-hmm. not. Um, it's just story after story. I was talking to a therapist, and a the therapist said, she asked me how much was a juicer. Because people always ask me, well, how much is a juicer? And what did you ask? And da 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 da. I was like, okay. Uh, a juicer is about a good one's about five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So she goes, damn, yeah, is it really? wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. See, okay. you see, okay, see, see his response. So How much goes, is your health worth? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> she go now. She knew okay, me. I got the bullet, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> she knew me just like you just said. She went, damn, uh-huh. you know. And then she stopped because I turned around and she said, you know what? You know why I caught myself, Kevin? Because mm-hmm. I've got a dress in my closet that costs more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, true, that. Mm-hmm. true that I got pairs of shoes right. mm-hmm. that cost more than that I said you can't take that one dress and buy you a, a juicer right mm-hmm. I said because that dress would look very nice in the coffin okay look <laughs> ooh <laughs> look very nice in the coffin I'm just being real let's just keep right. it real okay? keep it real look you know what I'm like climb off it Marsha right because that dress will look nice and, I mean it's true I mean mm. you you have to take it I cannot tell you how many times patients come in or clients come in after they're sick Mm-hmm. After that, do you think that you gained 500 pounds overnight? No. Yes. Do you think that years. you became diabetic overnight? Yes. Right. You're talking about a condition that has been going on and going on and going mm-hmm. on. So there's a couple of things. We're just not paying attention. So you guys are doing conscious eating, mm-hmm. being aware of your health. That's the one thing I try to impress upon people. And we as writers need to, because if you can't enjoy, when you finally get to where you want to be, mm-hmm. can you enjoy this? Mm-hmm. Can you keep up with the people in the room? Mm-hmm. Can you, and let me tell you another thing it does. Mm. Water. Mm. It it makes you. You're talking about your mood. Mm-hmm. You're talking about like you know when you're in the room and they're like, well, can I work with you and mm-hmm. blah 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 because some people are uptight. Right. You eat correctly. You make sure you're bringing about you know the serotonin, the, the the epinephrine, those things, those happy chemicals out of your brain. Right. You're gonna be a better writer. You're gonna be a person that somebody wants to work with. Sure. Um. And I just can't tell you how many times I've gone pitching and it ends up like, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, my day job, <laughs> my waitressing job is I'm a dietitian. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I can't sell your script, but I want to talk to you some more about health. Mm-hmm. So it's a two hour meeting. Right. And they're asking the same kind of questions. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you know, because they want, they want to be engaged with you. And you can be engaged if your health is, it sounds roundabout, but it really isn't. It truly isn't. And people really don't pay attention until they're sick. Right. Mm-hmm. When you get the flu, you're horrible. Mm-hmm. When you you a year too late, then. <laughs> <laughs> when you I had um, and let's just talk about beyond regular being sore in, in the mm-hmm. stomach because your stomach is your is your center of your universe, right? Mm-hmm. 
when you cough, when you turn, if your stomach is sore, mm-hmm. you feel that. Sure. And you don't think about it now because it's not hurting. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with your that's health. That's your core, right? Yeah, right. that's your core. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with your health. You've got to take care of yourself and you have to. You will be amazed how much better your writing will be, how much better. And then just, you know, because all the crud that we're eating, all the sugar, all the salt, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Eat some antioxidants. Eat some stuff that's complex carbs. Your brain does not store glucose. Mm-hmm. It has to be fed glucose constantly. Okay. So... If your brain is not together, you're not going to be able to write, you know. You know, I was just thinking about <clears throat> my own regimen that I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've been so busy now because we're back in the writer's room on this thing. But when I'm not in the writer's room, I go to the gym probably seven days a week. Mm-hmm. But, like, for, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And 10 of it is me in there yip-yapping with somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I do supersets, mm-hmm. you know. For those of you who don't know what supersets is, that means I go from push-ups Take a 10 second breath, go to doing curls, Mm -hmm. 10 second breath, you know what I mean? I'm just like constantly moving for like 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. then it's like being in there for an hour, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's pretty much how I work out all the time, which is why I'm not very big. Mm -hmm. I just, and I do light weights, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So um, I do that, I come back to my office, I take a shower, and then I take (laughs) our mascot, Abby, Mm -hmm. for a walk. Mm -hmm. For like, I go all the way to the bread, which is like 20 minutes away from before the walk mm-hmm. and all the way back. Mm-hmm. And um, every day. And I'm just thinking about stuff. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm doing whatever to get my brain right, right. to be ready to sit here for five hours. Right. That's right. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm going to be That's here. That's right. And I'm, I'm here from 12 to 6. And let me ask you <laughs> a question when you're doing When you, if you, if you've done something strenuous, everybody, sure. if you've done something strenuous, how... I don't know if this has ever happened to you. How long does it take for you to be able to shift over to writing after you thought, let's say. Like maybe if you woke up in a bad mood or something? Yeah, yeah. How long for you to get into, like, I've got to get into this world and I've got to really. How long? I I just want to know that. I take take about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. Because but it would calm it would completely be down. Just to get me. Okay. Because I can work under stress. Okay. Like I was saying, I'm usually working under stress anyway. Okay, okay. Because people always want me to write something fast. Right. So I'm always working. So I'm kind of right. used to that. Right. However, and I almost can't write when it's not under stress. Right, properly. right, right. Not properly. Not like good. Right, right, you know right. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, it's about 10, 15 minutes maybe. But still 10 minutes. You, but it's usually a walk. It's the gym. It's something okay. where I feel like I'm starting to get a sweat. Okay. Or... Feeling the breeze is something like right, you love the beach. Right. It's something about it for me. That for me, it's like when I walk around, either I, some, a lot of times I walk, typically it's every day at Belleville Park, mm-hmm. but sometimes in the afternoon, if I take an afternoon break, I will go out to the beach and I'll walk. And I don't know what it is. I know it sounds weird, but it's like within 30 minutes, I start to get like this tingling at the top of my head. I call mm-hmm. it, you know, some people might think it's your third eye. It's the area above my head. It really, it feels like a tingling sensation where I feel like I'm, creative i'm ready to get to it mm. and the moment i got back but it always i know that moment if i don't feel that moment i'm not going to write mm-hmm. but as soon as i feel that it's like this energy and i feel like really <clears throat> rejuvenated and i get it and i'm ready to go and i can write but that you know but it has to be something physically and mm-hmm. for those of you who are scared of like doing the whole gym thing because it seems like a lot walking let me tell you 
Now, I done gained 30 pounds last summer because I was with the fam. Well, you're not supposed to tell your business. Oh, I got, no, I don't care. I, you know what? I don't care. I'm thick like a Snickers bar. And she still got the her first, curves. The first, the first time in years. Like, I got the shit now. When I needed it in high school, it was not available. But now, I go home with the fam and eat. And, but, but this time, I didn't go back to being vegan when I came back. Mm. But when my usual regimen when I do that is I'm a conscious eater. Mm-hmm. I exercise a lot, and mm-hmm. I just walk. That's my exercise, but mm-hmm. I walk fast. Mm-hmm. And you will, it, it, for those of you who are like, oh, that physical exertion, I can't. If you just walk, start off by doing 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes a day, mm-hmm. work your way. Trust me, there are times where I've walked for like two hours, and I've walked far. Like, I'll be on Pacific Beach, and I'll be way out in the middle of somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the hell did I get where? Because I'm zoning. I got my iPod on. I'm feeling mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That rejuvenation is going on. You got to walk back. But yeah, but I'm excited about <laughs> yeah. it because I know I got to get to that creative part. Mm-hmm. So right. you can do that fast walking or just walking a little bit every day. And I'm telling you, once you start seeing the results, you start seeing, like, literally, the first thing that'll start dropping is your stomach. The next thing that'll happen is your breathing gets a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Your stamina builds up. And trust me, trust me, trust me, you really do start to feel really creative. The ideas start flowing. That adrenaline is pumping through you. You're ready to go. It's just baby steps. So a little and bit every day. You, you both have brought up some important points that people, once again, you, are, are, you both are articulating what people don't articulate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's hard for them to, because vis- writers are visual. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's hard to visualize if it's not articulated to yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it takes you 10 minutes, takes you 30 minutes, right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's always been a change of venue. Yes. I walked outside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I put on the iPad. Mm-hmm. You're, yes. not, you're not, I'm walking outside to think about what I'm going to write next. Mm-hmm. Sure. You've taken your mind completely out of this you and brought to. it back. Right. right. You need to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, as once again, you guys, we have to, tr- well, I treat the person as a global entity. That's what I call it, a global entity. Okay. So that means that you're <clears throat> physical, mental, sexual, emotional, and spiritual mm-hmm. legs must all be coming to uh, collude at the same point. Mm-hmm. They don't have collude. to be at the same point. Popping on all cylinders. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to be at the same point, but they need to be going towards it. Right. Mm-hmm. You cannot negate one of those things. Because, you know, I can just say this because we're grown and sexy. America's very prudish. <laughs> it is. No, really. <laughs> one of my friends in Italy mm-hmm. went, had been here for a while, 80 year old mother, they're watching a commercial, and someone mm-hmm. was selling butter in Italy, but she had her top off. Right. She's like, oh, really? butter, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh. And the mother's like, what is your problem? She's 80. Really? Right. He's like, why is she selling butter with her top off? She's like, yeah. Because she can. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> an American yeah. Christian. That's, yeah, that's a, yeah. but, but that repression right. mm-hmm. is not healthy for us. Right. You I agree. need to embrace all of those pieces mm-hmm. so that you can, once again, as a writer, you have to be able to see all this stuff, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you're writing. So with, what you just said, like you, you, mm-hmm. you both said that is a change of venue. Mm-hmm. It's something that creates a different energy in me so I can come back and write. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is when it comes to your health. You have to find out, and it doesn't take that much, find out what works for you. Sure. Going back to what you were saying, what's the formula? Mm-hmm. Find out the formula for you. I'm just a light to, to shine on the path, but you have to find your own path. Mm-hmm. And then I can be like, oh, that works, because you might need more sodium than she does. Mm-hmm. You know, He might like antioxidants, or what kind of antioxidants mm-hmm. I'd be eating versus what you should be eating. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some there's some things like you know drinking water, mm-hmm. chewing your food, mm-hmm. um, uh, eating smaller meals. You know, don't wait seven, twelve, and ten. And mm-hmm. I always use the example when I'm telling. Let, well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Keep your thought. Okay. How important is breakfast? 
depends on you. You really believe? See, I, I think really, it's super important. There man. you go. Then it's because you know? some people can operate without it. Yeah, I don't get uh, it. I but mean, then, what does breakfast do? mean to you? Yeah. You, let me let me explain it. Maybe that this okay. will help. I guess because of how I'm regimented. Okay. Right. I'm See? a Virgo. I'm just a dude with habit. Okay. Right. Um. So I get up mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do my regular shit, mm-hmm. but I'll either have a protein bar and my protein shake, mm-hmm. or I'll have a bowl of cereal and my protein shake, or just my protein shake. But you see, you see, you what, see what I mean? You see what you? Okay, so that's why I said, "What does Go breakfast ahead. mean to you?" Absolutely. Breakfast. It depends on time. <laughs> well, okay, but see, but here's the deal. Here's uh-huh. the deal. Breakfast. Why is it called breakfast? Breaking that fast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you've been. Fasting for right, the last fasting all night long. Ten hours. Which now your body that's when your body does all of this um, rejuvenation and repairing whatever. Right. Which is the, the basis of one of my projects that's going to Sundance actually. Mm-hmm. But thought I slipped that in there. But um <laughs> it depends on you. So like for me, I can drink uh, I can get up in the morning and have coconut water, mm-hmm. coconut, you know, fresh coconut water, fresh coconut, cacao. Uh, chocolate, <laughs> frozen bananas, some dates, and some flax seeds, and go on about my business. And then two hours later, I have a handful of nuts. Mm-hmm. And you so, ain't hungry. If you eat that Child, way. I did that for like, uh, when I got into Clarion uh, in 2012, mm-hmm. before I got in there, mm-hmm. shit, my shit was, I was tight. I was a beast in there. I was at my best physically mm-hmm. because I was doing that. I have my little snacks, my almonds, mm-hmm. my things, that fresh water all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I went in there psychologically. I was ready, and I wrote so much shit. Like, I basically wrote a book while I was there. And there were some people who were like, you know, they were struggling, trying to figure out something. But I wrote my ass off. That because I was at my best physically and mm, mentally. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Charged. I took those little breaks because we were right by the beach. I walked all the time. All I swam. I just looked at the ocean. It, but it has to be a conscious thing that you have to do. You but and then it becomes second nature to it you. Does. So when you're saying mm-hmm. when you're saying is breakfast important? Mm-hmm. What kind of breakfast are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is it that you need mm-hmm. to support your bodily functions and you know the mitochondrial cells and all that kind of? What do you need to work? And that's what people have to do. They right. have to research. They have to discover what that is. It's I just think. like with, with I mean, can you you can tell somebody an idea? How are they going to articulate that idea? Sure. Right. Like you'll hear like when you read the blacklist mm-hmm. uh, log line that that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, Holland, Michigan. A woman, um, a woman goes on a different path when she finds the earrings in the in the bathroom. What the hell is that even about? <laughs> <laughs> it's number one on the blacklist. Is there a dilemma in there? Yeah, what's, the, what's the twist? Yeah. I don't get it. But it's the number one on the blacklist. I'm like, well, it must be on the blacklist. But that's the log line. It's like a terrible log line. So I'm like, well, what's the what's the thing? Come to find out, her husband has this train thing downstairs. Mm-hmm. He's a serial killer. Oh, okay. And all the little stuff, all the it's so detailed. Mm-hmm. These are the people he's killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Tra- yeah, That's it really, cool. yeah, it was really That's interesting. Cool. Right. But once again, going back to it was just a f- plain log line, mm-hmm. you know. But how was it? How was it articulated? So it's the same thing with you. What is? It might sound like plain, like okay, breakfast. But what does mm-hmm. breakfast mean for you? What will you need in order to? Well, make- let me let me clarify that. Okay. What I what I figured out for myself is. Depending on what I eat, mm-hmm. will 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 make the decision on what I need for lunch. Okay, there you go. Now my lunch, exactly. Like when I'm with my partner, and sometimes I ride at home instead of being in my office, I'll I'll make us both a sandwich. Okay. I eat a sandwich five days a week. Almost, okay, right. I, and that's another thing. I eat the same thing all the time. I, and that's probably part of my bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Because everybody else is like, oh, I don't know what I want. I hate going to restaurants with people because then I'm like, y'all don't know what y'all want? <laughs> yeah. It's the same menu. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, 
Whereas when I'm at home and I make a sandwich or something, I always eat a whole sandwich. Mm-hmm. So that when it comes to dinner time, I'm not starving. Right. He eats a half sandwich, so he's starving by dinner time. Right. And I keep telling him. He's like, well, I'm not hungry. But what time does he eat that sandwich? <laughs> at about one. And what time does he eat dinner? About seven. So you got six hours yeah. of nothing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas that's what I'm saying. If you get up in the morning mm-hmm. and you have your protein shake, right? At mm-hmm. what's, what time do you have your protein shake? About 9.30, Okay. So 9.30, So you, you know, you're like, well, I feel like something now. Do you have any water before that or anything before that? I drink. Actually, I always drink a water over the, over the course of the night. I keep drinking. So, so you got, you know, you got some. So yeah. like you just mm-hmm. said, instead of being hungry, you know that you're thirsty. So your body's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm responding to that. So your body's reacting to all that, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you get up at 9.30, you have your shake. And then let's say if you, because my patients will go, or my clients will go, I'm not even hungry. I didn't tell you to have a five-course meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have a tangerine. Mm-hmm. Have a half a banana. Right. Have, you know, so then when it comes to lunch, you might not be there. But when you go from 12 yeah. or 1 to right. 7, mm-hmm. right. you We'll usually starving. have a protein bar or something but in still between. That, I mean, you starve. Yeah. And you, right. that's, that's two. You could do one, three, mm-hmm. six. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't skip two me two small meals, mm-hmm. and you're just like I'm stuck. That's why you're like I'm starving, I'm starving. And then this is this is what I tell people when they go, well, I just can't lose the weight, and I, you know, I had to tell them to climb off it, Marsha, right? Because it's like, <laughs> here's what you've done. When you are making money, do you spend a little more or do you hold it? If you know that the money's coming every two weeks, mm-hmm. you, are you free to spend a little bit more? Yeah, people are spending more. I would say. If you don't know what's coming every two weeks, what are you going to do? You're going to hold that motherfucker. The same thing your body does. <laughs> your mm-hmm. body does the same thing. I have right. no idea what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I have no idea when you're going to feed so me. So it's going to store. I'm going to store. Mm-hmm. And you're never getting rid of me. Because mm-hmm. a fat cell, we talked about this before, mm-hmm. sits there. A fat cell is nothing but a triglyceride cell. Your body will create a fat cell to shove the extra carbs that you did not do anything with mm-hmm. or the extra fat that you didn't do anything with to store it. Then when it comes out, it is flat waiting to be shoved, more fat to be shoved in. That's why people can gain weight Faster, faster mm-hmm. the second time. Once again, they've fallen off. Mm-hmm. They haven't paid attention to what they're doing. Right. Um, so bringing it back to writing. So what you're doing is you are so stressed out. You're so, I just cannot, I cannot express the importance of having a clear mind. Like you said, you go to the restaurant. Well, you know what you eat? Having a clear mind. Don't let these people rule you when you're writing. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh my God, if I don't do this, I, I'll never write again. Mm-hmm. Or this, I, maybe I can say that because I can have another career, mm-hmm. you know. But you really have to take care of yourself. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't let this stuff go. And it's it's not hard. It's very very simple. You don't have to buy. People go, oh Kevin, it's so it's so expensive to eat healthy. Like it really isn't. I have not shopped inside of a supermarket in years. I you just go to the market. market. Go to the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. I go to Trader Joe's. Um, now, are you pretty much, you don't eat meat? or what, I don't, what's no, I, don't, I do. And you know, I will do it every now and again. Or if I eat cheese, it's like either sheep cheese where the reason that people are lactose intolerant is mm-hmm. because the bond that holds the cheese and stuff together, your mm-hmm. body cannot pull that apart. Mm-hmm. So because it cannot pull it apart, it just sends it through a hole, which makes you, you know, like that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas you get a simpler, like a sheep or a goat cheese, it's a little easier for the body to pull that bond apart so it can digest it better. Mm-hmm. So it's the cow that they it's can It's the cow, right. Some okay. people are, yeah. Or the ice cream, which is maybe, you know, mm-hmm. if you get low end, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting carnation iced sure, milk. Sure, sure, sure. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, no. I always <laughs> tell people, eat high end stuff, right? So they'll say, well, Kevin, it's expensive. I'm like, no, it's not because you're trying to, come on, you're trying to eat crap. Um, let me ask you one more question. Um, 
So here's another excuse that I hear from people who lose weight a lot. And I know you've heard, we've all heard Lose this. or don't lose weight. Um, say, say they lost 60 pounds. Okay. Right? Somebody right. who was 200 pounds overweight. They reached that plateau. <laughs> Why are they reaching this plateau? What is happening? What, if, what are they doing differently that's causing this plateau? Because they're doing the same thing and your body has adjusted to what you're doing. So they haven't turned it up a notch. Like, for instance, if you're going you're to the gym, exactly you haven't right. added five pounds. You're you still have to. Okay. And so you see, you, see, you yes. know that, right? You yes. know that if I want to do this, I need to increase my reps Absolutely. or add another pound. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I'm just going to eat. You know, this people I've heard. I'm on the cookie diet. Mm-hmm. I'm on the this the diet. The cookie diet. Yeah. Kind of, I'm on this diet. And I always tell them like this. First of all, <laughs> cookie diet. the diet is technically what you eat. So if you just started eating today, mm-hmm. then you went on a diet. Mm-hmm. So you haven't been eating for the last 30 years? You've been breathing? <laughs> You've been, you're breathing? Right, right. Um, I'm like, you are modifying your lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Right. Um, I, we used to do bariatric surgery. Where they would take the stomach and you know whatever, and I had a girl, and we're supposed to, they were supposed to spend a year in counseling mm-hmm. to make sure that they were okay. Well, you know, you have to take all these enzymes because you're messing with the body, and I've had a, a patient tell me straight up, I cannot wait to eat a whole sandwich again really? after I lose this weight. Yeah, I'm like, you're just not getting it, right? <laughs> you're not getting it. so those things are wasted. So once again, it's about uh, the understanding of what it is you're doing, which right. is. Which is what we try to do, try mm-hmm. to get you to understand that. Like, once again, I tried to do a writer's thing at the writer's room about health. Nobody came. Really? <laughs> nobody came. At the writer's room? Mm-hmm. Nobody came. Wow. It was like writing and health, and nobody came. And I'm thinking to myself, this is interesting. And going back to what John August and Craig Mason Because said, every, every, all the writers care about is, and keep your thought, all they care about is, can I get an agent? Can I sign my manager, script? Motherfucker, manager. what about you? Right. Can you last <laughs> in the business? Yes. I don't understand. <laughs> it's so downplayed. Because you, you, you're hitting the nail on the head. That's important to them until they get a flu. And they're just, you know, a little tangent. They're talking about this, the Ebola thing that's in Dallas, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, Rick Perry did not want to take any of the money from Obama and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. a quarter of the residents in Texas have no health insurance. Wow. So they have no sick days either. You have to take <clears throat> PTOs in order to be sick. So now you're talking about increasing danger for the general populace because if you're a waiter and you're coughing on food Mm because you can't afford to take the day off or you can't go to the doctor because you don't have health care now you're jeopardizing everybody which comes back to you and i right is my immune system strong enough to handle what is well no probably because i've been eating this pink slime that i don't know if you saw that big Mm -hmm. thing they were putting this pink slime in the meat to increase it that's why burgers are a dollar that's a filler so you have to realize, once again, <laughs> when we're talking about health, once again, people go, oh, no, it's all this. No, you just have to eat as, eat as healthy and as holistically as possible. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Drink your water. Don't reduce your stress. Mm-hmm. And exercise. Put, get a pedometer and walk around, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Pedometers are fun because it makes you, it's like a, a tangible thing that shows you That's that you've right. done something. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, even steps. if it's, yeah. And, and, and we're naturally competitors, so we compete with it yeah. ourselves. Yeah, right. And sure. just kind of do a little better each day. But on the flip side of it, the other thing I think is really important that we forget is also sleeping. Oh, God, yeah. And sleeping people, when you turn off all the electronics in the room, Completely See, a lot of people mind. can't do it though. I can take a fi- I take a five minute nap. I didn't mention that. That's I good. take a five minute nap somewhere in there. Yes, three and a half, four hours in. Yes, I'm getting sleepy for some reason. That's right. So I go. I I just sit there 
I save my shit and I lean back and Come I close my eyes for like mm-hmm. five minutes. Let me then I go downstairs again, mm-hmm. get five minutes of sun, mm-hmm. and then I come back. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this. Sure. How many times have you felt sleepy? Let's say you're riding sure. whatever. You felt sleepy. Yep. And you stop and you take your going to take your five minute nap, mm-hmm. but you're no longer sleepy. All the time. Oh yeah, that's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not so much that you're sleepy. It's like mm-hmm. I need a break from what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like your body is saying. Right. Your body is saying. Yeah, yeah, you are missing the cue. Right. <laughs> you need a break from what you're doing. You're not. And you think once again, like when people think that they're hungry instead of thirsty. Mm-hmm. I think I'm sleepy, but my body needs a break from staring at this, right. or staring at the screen, mm-hmm. or thinking about this. Versus, I'm not going to think about anything. I'm just going to lean back. Right. And, and people don't give themselves permission right. to do that. So sleep. Is hot. Go to sleep when you can. Go to sleep when you feel. You know, I'm gonna stay up till twelve. Like some people only need five or six hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and those European countries, they do a siesta, mm-hmm. and you know, they, everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in Africa and in the middle of the jungle in the hut, I slept. <laughs> I slept all day long. Really, all day. All day long. Got into the sun. Walked in my bare feet. Cause that's how we're supposed really? to be walking. Walked in my bare feet. And was very simple. My diet over there, well, after the was fast it was it kind of scary being out there in the middle of it? I loved it. Was it wild animals and shit everywhere? Or what part? Of I Africa mean, would, you know, a baboon would come and they'd be afraid, more frightened of you, but they'd come and they'd be like, uh, like breaking the banana trees, mm-hmm. and I would say, "Hey," they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> Ninja what? Talking, talking, <laughs> talking <laughs> monkeys. Look, look right over, like what? I'm about to eat this. What you, what's up with you? <laughs> yeah, I broke this shit down. I was here before you. Okay. I was here before you. <laughs> you know, when I first got there, I was like, oh my God, there's snakes. And there was something running across the thing. Bush babies were running across the mm-hmm. thing at night. It was a one-room hut. But um, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was very, it was, my diet when I broke the fast was sugar cane, mm-hmm. pulled straight out of the ground, cut up really? in the skin, uh, apple mangoes. Uh, I drank a minimum of 168 milliliters of water. How much is that? So eight ounces, a minimum of 168 ounces. So eight ounces is a cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're, you're, you're talking about 10, 12, oh, okay. 14 cups of water. Mm-hmm. I was drinking, you know, minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, and dinner, I have a salad every night. Like you said, I would have mm-hmm. every night. That was my. That was. My, it was right. very, very simple. Mm-hmm. I was. My mind was clear. In fact, when I came back here to the states, I could not operate for two weeks. Oh, I know. Really. Could not operate yeah. for two. Weeks. I had. I was laying yeah. in. I was laying in my house. It was. I was so spiritually assaulted. Right. Really it's overstimulating. It's overstimulating. Yeah. Okay, so, so this is what I'm saying about about us stepping back from our scripts, mm-hmm. about us getting an understanding of our bodies. Because once you once you can kind of become conscious, mm-hmm. you don't have to know everything. But you know that I'm conscious that I need to be moving towards this. Sure. And you can move towards that. And, and here's the other, other thing that people do. They, they want it yesterday. So that's you got to really just pay attention to what you're doing and make it some, and then seek out the, the help of a trained professional. A trained mm-hmm. professional. A trained professional. Well, let's let, leave them. If you can give them one I want them to email piece you. of advice. Oh, one piece of advice? Yeah. One piece to the writers in particular. To the right? writers in particular. Right. This is what I want the writers in particular that are listening to take away. Because I thought mm-hmm. about this. What would be the one thing mm-hmm. you know, when, when I said, what would I tell them? Always ask yourself the question, how much is your health worth to you? Because hmm. okay. then you'll research the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much is it worth to you? Is it worth your, I mean, 
selling your script is mm-hmm. doing you no good if you're dead. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we know, doing a, it, right. we know a bunch of them right. that didn't make it. Right. right. Fi- how mm-hmm. much is it worth you think? I mean, I want you to really cogitate on how important is that to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's my thought for the day. Good. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good one. Now, I mean, we just wanted to give you guys some game on, you know, uh, from from a from a, a professional's experience and do, and uh, a dietitian. I keep wanting to call him a, a nu- fellow, nutritionist. A fellow screenwriter and dietitian. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because Kevin's here now. I'm looking at all my junk food we got sitting out here, and I'm like, I don't even want to eat one in front of him. <laughs> stomach just room. stomach just growling. <laughs> <laughs> I got these chocolate M M&M and M cookies over here. It's like, uh, but thanks, Kevin. Mean, this was Thank a good you. one. Um, I let's get love you guys being here. From my clap back. Yeah. Yes, let's I'm very it. upset. Go ahead, let's get I don't into know it. if y'all saw it. Tell the folks uh, what it is. Okay, so my clapback for those of you who are not in the know, it's me basically going in about something. And I just got to tell either Hollywood or other people what's up, what I'm thinking. <laughs> so y'all know. <laughs> she said she was like okay, this. I'm <laughs> my chest out. Agitated. So now okay. you guys have known me for years. Y'all know mm-hmm. that for like the last, like for 10 years, mm-hmm. I was pushing my Griselda Blanco script. Yes. Blanco. Oh no, oh, what here happened? We go. These I, motherfuckers. I saw it. Yeah. No, I didn't see These it. mofos it? have oh, come God. out. They're finally, and it's not even, I think it's somebody from a different country who's doing it. They are making a movie called The Godmother, the Godmother. with Catherine Zeta, Zeta Jones, Jones. who's Zeta not Jones. even, one, not even a Latina. We got so many fantastic she's, actresses. She's, she's Welsh. Welsh yeah. over oh, there. But she can look. When she first came out, she does look Latino, yeah. But here's the thing. I just want to say publicly to all those producers I pitched it. it to 10 years ago okay. when I said, uh-huh. number one, this movie would be amazing if you did it. Mm. Y'all need to gargle on some rocks and some glass. <laughs> <laughs> because hashtag vindicated. Mm-hmm. Because bitches, when I was out here hustling, doing the research, talking to the, the DEA agent who arrested her, when I was like telling y'all, like, this is the shit, mm-hmm. and y'all need to get on the Lisa train because it will be <laughs> blowing up. They was like, well, we just don't think a female lead. No one's really, well, I don't wow. know. The story's not, well, do you got some parts for a dude? And it broke my heart. I carried that story for so long. The script mm-hmm. was done. I was just, I did so much research, spent so much money, did so much stuff trying to get and people it was a to great believe script into too. it. Trying to get people to believe in this story. Mm-hmm. And once I let it go, like, well, it's not going to happen. Maybe I'll think about, you know, working on some other stuff. All of a sudden, you come back. So two things. I'm pissed because mm-hmm. y'all should have been with me a long time ago. Because okay. we could have been making that paper okay. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Number two, I do feel good because it's like, I should probably be a fucking executive. Because I called that shit 10 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> before yeah. y'all even fucking thought about talking to Catherine Zeta. <laughs> who, God bless her for playing the role. Yeah, we need somebody who's Colombian to play that. I would mm-hmm. say Patricia Ray, who's the actress that I really want to play when I was trying to do it independently. But that's another story. Because you want to talk about diversity, you're going to Latina to play that. Okay. You don't get Catherine Zeta-Jones. Okay, digress, bitch. Digress. <laughs> I am digressing. <laughs> so, but big ups to somebody finally getting the story, because I always yeah. have love for people who can get a project going. They say they're going to make it. You know what? It might happen. It mm. might not. Good luck with it. I got a script. If y'all don't can't find a writer to get it together, come <laughs> holler at your girl. If y'all okay. need some insider information, because I interviewed and talked to the D agent who arrested her, and we had a good old long you conversation. Do a lot of work on that I script. was about to fly down to yeah. Miami to the prison and talk to some <laughs> mofos. When she got shot and killed, Griselda, I was like, God damn it, yeah. the story's gonna blow back yeah. up. And it happened. She so, wanted to make it into a series so, now. Yeah, and all so I'm just letting you know, yeah, was I was on this shit first. So for those of you, if they get this movie made and you go see it, you're 
you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Hashtag you're welcome. Hashtag bitch. vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, look, this was a funny episode, man. That was good. But that, that just was some game to you guys, um, um, to all you writers out there. Um, this, is, this is the type of job that we all do. We sit. You know, I mean, I feel like even though I'm in good shape, I feel like I put on 10 pounds this year from sitting so much. Right. You know, I'm not at the gym as much as I used to be. I'm not going mm-hmm. six, seven days a week. I'm going like three, mm-hmm. which is normal for most people who go. But my not lifestyle isn't that. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, so I think it's a really good one. And people need to really listen to this one. This needs to be just as important as trying to get your it fucking is. agent. If you're investing you in know. your career, like we always say, invest in yourself. You have to invest in your health. Like I said, we're losing too many good people who are writers mm-hmm. and creators because they invest so much time in trying to get projects done, mm-hmm. but then they forget about their own physical vessel, their own body to get Absolutely. that stuff going on. And can on. I say just one more thing? Sure. I know mm-hmm. you said leave this, but I want you to look at the incidences of, you know, you see it on Deadline a lot where, you know, this person died from a heart attack, cancer. Joan London was on the cover mm-hmm. of something mm-hmm. with her hair shaved off. And we've got these larger incidences of autism. But you need to realize, people, is that this is what we call industrialization mm-hmm. when they wanted to make food faster and cheaper. So you've got GMO, yeah. and we hear this, this bandwagon. Genetically, genetically modified, modified organisms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of these buildup of chemicals, so you're getting chemicals in preservatives and chemicals everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. They are leading to, and there's correlative studies mm-hmm. to autism. And and strokes and cancer. So we're passing it down. You're, well, it's just you're, you're taking all the stuff into your body. Your body's changing it's, our it's, DNA. You're, you're toxic. Yeah. Yeah. So just be aware of that. So okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do that next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but check it. So again, I just wanted you guys to to, to listen to this episode because as I, as I was just saying a moment ago, I think this stuff is just as important as trying to get an agent, as learning about craft, <laughs> all that. You got to take care of you. The, our vessel is ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we're just like an actor, except we're just not on screen. You know what I mean? I was just talking to a friend of mine today who's a big actor who's going to do the show. That's, I was on the phone with him. He just wrote, my friend John Wesley, he just wrote a book with um, Robert Guillaume. Mm-hmm. And it's about Robert Guillaume's life. And oh, he was wow. just telling me about it today. I was like sitting here trying to get ready. I was like almost right. in tears as he was telling me this wow. story. Right. I was like, dude, you got to come on the show and tell us. He's like, all right, I'll come on. I'll come on. Mm-hmm. So... Um, anyway, just brilliant story. And, um, but it's just, uh, he was talking about how, you know, he had some issues with health and now he's back and he's like re taking care of himself again and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, wow, this stroke. Be- yeah. It's like beautiful, you know, just the way he was talking about life and stuff. So anyway, um, and then Lisa's clap back. That's what's up. I'm sad. I'm sad to hear that. I'm not surprised. I thought, I thought you would have I'm heard surprised. that. I'm surprised. I'm just, you know, I'm sometimes I'm out of the shit. <laughs> You know, sometimes, you know, when you're an innovator like Prince mm-hmm. or other people who oh, are ahead of their time. Yeah, I got a name drop. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> when you're ahead of the curve, like certain people. No, it, it, it was a story. Like I said, I carried it for a long time. I saw the vision. Other people didn't. I think mainly because. We did. We yeah, believed. My, yes. So. All my folks who were around, I'm like, yeah, girl, child, I have to post and everything. But I realize now that I have to let it go because I know that in my heart, 
I was mm-hmm. on top of that, and I knew what it would be. And much success to the people who are making the film. I hope mm-hmm. it goes out because we really need films with lead females. Uh, but look, those we'll see two. how the movie goes. We'll see but how there's it still goes. no reason why you can't do the series. Oh yeah, no, definitely, most definitely. You, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I see it. I see it as a actually see it as a win. I mean, the the evil Lisa's hurt because y'all should have been on this <laughs> shit a long time ago. Look, they're doing but Sylvester on off Broadway yeah. right now, so you know I'm feeling yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. We you all up I mean? in our fields. But the good thing is. The people that we were really interested in, the people are going to learn about them, and hopefully it open up you know, more venues and avenues to tell these type of stories. Yeah. Female gangsters, all the way, baby. <laughs> she throwing up gang signs. All I right. was not throwing up. <laughs> okay, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> you threw up the West Side. That was cool. That was cool. Hootie hoo. Anyway. West Coast, baby. Well, that's what's up, y'all. <laughs> so, Ken, where can they find you at? Where you at? They can find me at, uh, tell them to email you. I want to see if they Why do you want people to email you? know why? Explain that to the people I'm who didn't explain that to the people. I want to see how motivated you are. Me? No. Oh, the people. go ahead. Well, tell, tell the people. Tell so them. track me down through Hilliard. That'll let me know how motivated you are because a lot of people talk a lot of smack to me, and I've been doing this for a long uh-huh. time. Screenwritersrantroom <laughs> at gmail.com, by the way. <laughs> so you hit, you, you hit, oh, I want to see what that dietitian guy had to say. Hit me up through Hilliard. At least that'll, you're making more of a step than, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I'll know that you have it's some a conscious food. effort. No, serious. Yeah, yeah. Yes. People talk a lot of smack. Right. And you, you consult it. on the side and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Okay. So yeah, that's I what's up, writers. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to be hitting Kevin up, you know, to get y'all shit together. Get your body right, as we are saying. And right. your mind. And get you know, your, and your mind. Right. See, and, and, and I know and I know. Sex. I said we got to run, but it just reminded me of, you know, like Robin Williams and um, what's the other one who passed? Um, oh, wait. Um, uh, 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 Joan Rivers? Uh, no, the other actor um, with the red hair. What's his name? Um, oh. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Character name? actor. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant character. He died this year. A anyway. ginger died on me, and I don't huh? know who this person is. You know him. Why am I going to his name? Dude from, um, Tell me the show. played the priest. Uh who molested the boys, but we don't know if he molested the boys. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Uh, uh, Hoffman. Yes, yeah, forgive yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, forgive yeah. me, guys, yeah, yeah. for not knowing. Um, Seymour. Philip Seymour. Like, if they had had their ship, they mind right, you know, I understand, you know, they were, you know, under their own stresses or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but I think there was no, there was no place to vent. There was no place to, to, to relax, you know, even when you, you have it all. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't that. about money. Right. <laughs> You know it what? wasn't about exposure. Okay, you, you know what? You're gonna start. You're gonna keep another hour because okay. Well, we ain't gotta yeah. go in. But I'm saying that's a, that's yeah. all part of the mental. All that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because you I'm know, Ridley Scott's brother jumped off the bridge. because yeah. he had incurable, inoperable brain cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin, they said he was having leading a Parkinson's. Now, what's the difference between him and mm-hmm. J. Michael Fox? Michael he embraced it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So once again, we're talking about mental emo- but Right. Yeah, the, yeah, the, I, the know, I know, I know. Keep That's a whole other topic. <laughs> if we we might have to do a whole other thing. Maybe on this third episode. Because <laughs> that's important to us as writers, as creative people, because we're unbalanced. Mm-hmm. And we got to be in balance. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why so many of us are like, you know, they were like, that person was a fruitcake. I went to a mixer the other night and like, I love creative people, but they're batshit crazy. <laughs> and we love them for it. <laughs> we love them for it. Batshit crazy. <laughs> and you true. have to be able to, when you're dealing with these batshit crazy people, mm-hmm. you have to have a pocket of sanity. How do, how do you get sane and where do you draw that strength from? But yeah. That's true. Bring some That's sanity true. in my purse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Coke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, where you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter 
And you'll also pretty soon see a lot of my work on bitch flicks. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Little Miss Rider. You know, I'm going to write about I'm going to do, do I like what I do that. on here, but I'm going to do it on print. I even like the sound of that staff writer. I'm staff a staff writer. writer. She didn't say I'm writing, writing I'm on the side. I'm consulting. Side. They told me I can write anything I want to write. They told you write anything you want to write? Anything I want to write. They don't know what they started. They don't know what they started now. They in trouble now. Kev, keep telling me y'all need some more sound bites on the show. Y'all need sound bites. I'm like, you need to be over here editing this motherfucker. You know, motherfucker, I need help. I need help. I love to hear that, girl. You got it going on. So reach her at bitchslap.com. It's not his bitch flicks. Don't listen to Kevin. Listen to him for the health. That's what's up. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. And I'm on Screenwriters RR. You can follow follow us on the show and Hilliard Guests on Twitter. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, all the bullshit. So um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, Kev, Lisa, Lee. Yeah. So y'all know what to do. Mm-mm. Keep it street. What? Keep it opinionated right. and keep it what? One hundred. Peace, y'all. Yeah, man, I got something to get off my chest. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rare room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules. Just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. Any topic. Even the random. We get to brand. I hope that you ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the rare room. Uh-huh.